there. You are listening to IWG Radio, the place to be for all of your wellness needs. We just want to take a moment to thank you so much for listening and just let you know that any of the information that is provided is strictly for an educational resource and is not intended to diagnose or treat any conditions. The lifestyle interventions discussed should not be used as a substitute for any type of conventional medical therapy. Hello, everybody, and welcome again to IWG Radio. This is Dr. Kyle Klim. And this is Dr. Phil Pritting. And today, we will be diving a little bit deeper into craniosacral therapy and the avenue of expression. So, get ready, because we are excited. Yes. So, to begin, we'll start out by explaining briefly about what craniosacral therapy is. All right, Dr. Kyle, would you like to... Sure. So craniosacral therapy deals with all of the bones in your head, your face, your spine, and your sacrum. And all of those bones are lined by a thin tissue layer called the dura, uh, which provides support and protection. In between the dura, the brain and the spinal column, uh, is your cerebrospinal fluid. Now your cerebrospinal fluid has its own circulation throughout the body, just like the blood, but a different pathway and a different speed. And what it does is it provides nourishment and information to the brain and the spine. So, just like the blood, if that is not circulating properly, the body can experience symptoms. So there are a few things that are going to affect the circulation of that cerebrospinal fluid. So the bones in the head, the face, the spine, and the sacrum do have specific placement and ranges of motion. They do actually move. So if there are times when those bones are not where they're supposed to be or they are not moving properly, that can cause uh, what is, is called adhesions in the dura, very similar to, say, like scar tissue in the skin. And some of the things that can contribute to that are physical trauma, uh, biochemical, emotional, or energetic trauma. All of those things can affect uh, the stress on the body and can present in many ways. Also, another way to think about the craniosacral system is that it's a pump. So we have pressures in our skull, in our spinal canal, the spinal cord, and in our sacrum. And we want the pump to flow evenly, filling and draining. And so that's what allows the sutures or the bones of the skull to move and respirate. It allows that pump to happen. And so when there's adhesions in specific areas of the skull or in the sacrum or in the spine, it can alter the pump. And that pump is what allows our body to detoxify and nourish our very important central nervous system. So Dr. Phil, when we uh, assess and find those areas of adhesions, what does craniosacral therapy look like or feel like? How do we fix those, uh, those stressors? So we begin to, one, listen to where the person's body wants to open up. And we allow these adhesions to uh, release on their own. And it's a very, very light, gentle touch, but very specific points that we're making contact with. And when we do that, we allow the system to balance, the pump to regulate where it needs to, to open up spaces where there is not a lot of movement. And so it doesn't look like a lot is happening on the, on the surface, but there's a lot happening deeper and deeper into the, the body where the subconscious 
um, pump this important aspect of uh, human uh, well-being is uh, is accessed. So um, yeah, there's everybody is different with the with the therapy, and as a practitioner, we're simply not simply, but we are we are listening to where their body wants to open and providing space for that to happen. And one of the, the great things that this can provide for the body is it's very calming and relaxing. It takes the body out of its hypersympathetic response. And uh, a lot of times, Dr. Phil and I both can attest, you know, people will just fall asleep mm-hmm. or they'll, they'll be relaxed to the point where they just kind of zone out, where they may not necessarily be asleep, but they're so calm that their body is just kind yeah. of... Somewhere else. Definitely. Uh, it is a level of like unwinding that can happen that is a very therapeutic. And um, yeah, often people find themselves um, more connected, uh, more aware of where they may be holding tension, where subconsciously, energetically, it may have been stored for many, many years since they were a child. Um, things, things happen the way they need to. And uh, it's very, very deep. Absolutely. So... After um, cranial sacral therapy in general, um, there are some further steps that we can take uh, that we are going to talk about today. Uh, One of those is what's called the avenue of expression. All right, Dr. Kyle, what is the avenue of expression? I'm glad you asked. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So in cranial sacral therapy, the avenue of expression deals with um, basically the area between your collarbones um, and your nose, essentially. Your mouth, your throat, your jaw. Um, You can uh, look at it as the throat chakra, uh, heart chakra. And after we balance the system out with general cranial sacral therapy, the avenue expression then assesses the internal palate. So we look at the zygomatics, which are your cheekbones, your maxilla, which is your upper jaw, a vomer, which is an internal bone within the, the, the maxilla. We look at the lower jaw, some of the soft tissues uh, within uh, the lips and the tongue, uh, behind the hyoid bone, um, as well as the palatine bones as well. And you can even get into the teeth. What happens when there is, whether it's physical, biochemical, energetic, or emotional trauma, we can think you know, uh, an actual fall, a physical trauma to the face. Uh, maybe you fell on the ice or as a kid, you landed uh, wrong in the playground and, and hurt your, your teeth. Maybe you've had extensive dental work or dental surgeries or orthodonture. Um, yeah, I think all of us have had mm-hmm. one or all mm-hmm. of those Absolutely. in life. I think it's a very common thing, aspect of our life that we often um, dismiss or forget about. And, um, yeah, go ahead. But but our our mouth and our jaw and our throat is a sensitive and vulnerable place. And if it's not approached or addressed in um, the most sensitive way, we can perceive that as a negative experience and traumatic, which then can lead to other uh, presentations. Um, Again, there can be energetic, emotional, some biochemical trauma as well. So how that can present is... A tightness in the jaw, clenching, grinding, um, because of that trauma, you know, being withdrawn or building walls. Closing not, of the heart space. Yeah, closing, you know, uh, uh, shoulders down and in, very tight rib cage, not being able to speak 
up or speak our truth or say things we want to say or feeling like speak we're not loud enough feeling like we're not living our authentic self absolutely um, depression anxiety for sure um, tension in in the head migraines headaches um, a very just overall compressive presentation and uh, in our experience and I know that the other practitioners here at integrative wellness group will also agree that anyone that has had any type of emotional trauma has some kind of jaw related mouth related also symptom that comes along with that and this is another area where we can assess and address that because that's part of the picture mm -hmm. so how can the craniosacral specifically the mouth work you were talking about help um, remedy these traumas sure absolutely uh, as we were talking about uh, the craniosacral therapy in general um, all the bones internally in the palate are also, you know, still part of the, the cranial sacral system and they're, they're, they articulate and attach to the, the other sutures and bones in the head and the face. So uh, by addressing them, assessing them, are they in their proper position? Are they moving properly? Are they restricted in a specific pattern? And then using still very light and gentle um, hand motions, hand placements and movements to free those adhesions, allow those bones to literally open up, allow the mouth and jaw to be more relaxed, um, is very freeing sensation. It is. It's a. It's almost like where the avenue expression. It's almost like they're you're kind of caged up in a mm -hmm. sense, like your your true self. You mm -hmm. know, oftentimes I think we 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 will get lost in the external hustle and bustle, and we forget to tune in. And uh, so, personally, getting this type of work done, I've felt emotional release almost like I was a child again, S especially with the, uh, the upper mouth area, the soft palate area, where almost, you can imagine that was where our, our suckling reflex, mm -hmm. so some Absolutely. infant, um, uh, what would you call that, pediatric reflexes and things yeah. starting to open up. Mm -hmm. And personally, you know, having some, my wisdom teeth, yeah. you know, my jaw space not being big enough yeah. and having surgery happen out there. You can imagine that you don't forget, your body doesn't forget that happens. Right. Yeah. It's there somewhere. And so if you're able to uh, address it or, mm -hmm. you know, learn more about it, uh, you can free yourself up to evolve and to adapt. Absolutely. Um, and just how that connection into the higher brain centers, our consciousness. Uh, yeah, how we're, it's, it's another, another way to really become more intimate with your own body. Because with this work, your body is healing itself. It is showing you what it needs to do to open up. And you just give it time and space to do that. And yeah. as therapists, practitioners, that's what we're here to do. Absolutely. So how would you... I guess I kind of tapped into that with the energetic component, mm -hmm. but that's a physical component. How would you say with an energetic or emotional component, how would a release of that happen? Or I guess, uh, what have you seen happen with people if that starts to open up? Well, we have to recognize that um, our body can hold on to energetic and emotional stress. And when that happens, the body is doing what, it, what it's supposed to do. It's, it's not allowing you to feel those negative thoughts and emotions if it doesn't want you to. If that doesn't serve you at that time, 
It's not allowing you to do so. But because it's you know hidden or buried deep or in the background, um, you may not at that particular time or in certain times uh, be ready to uh, address it, acknowledge it, and and uh, work on it, move past it. So by allowing that internal balance to be more established, I've had or we've had you know clients say, you know I've I've laughed more frequently than I have in a long time. I smiled because I remember you know as a child or or even in the in the recent um, uh, past that you know I wasn't able to uh, express myself in that way. I can sing better. My jaw is clicking less. I can yawn or chew or I just sleep. Exactly. I've had less migraines. My teeth don't hurt. There's a, a myriad of of you know concerns or issues or manifestations that present themselves physically that can have an emotional component. And if we are trying to fix an an emotional or energetic issue strictly in a physical way, then we aren't necessarily getting to the root of the issue. So we have to acknowledge the fact that um, not all presentations or pain or discomfort or or whatever you may be carrying around is always physical because it's not. Uh, another point I've had myself and then working with people uh, able to kind of tap in and remember a lost loved one, um, mm-hmm. a family member mm-hmm. or a friend. They were able to go there maybe for the first time in a long time and come to terms with it and feel it where it was stored in their body and allow it to be let let go but not forgotten yeah you let go of maybe the the hurt or the confusion or whatever your body needed to do at that time to cope Mm -hmm. and finally get the ability to um have that moment it's amazing what can happen um yeah, how that could uh, help with physical manifestations. Absolutely, because as we were as we were talking about earlier, we're helping to rebalance the circulation of the cerebrospinal fluid, which provides that nourishment and information to the brain. We are accessing and addressing all parts of the brain. So let's think about the limbic system, which deals with memory and emotion. Our body has cellular memory, and if we can help rebalance and provide homeostasis to that system then we are able then to not only access those um, emotions and memories from a very long time ago, uh, but then we are also able to help our body heal from them and bring ourselves into a calmer space. Yeah, and I think from there we are able to express ourselves uh, fully and authentically, and I think that's what helps everybody grow together is that we're all Mm -hmm. on that on that path. So. Yeah. Unfortunately, we, we live in a culture and a society where, you know... Suppress. Being suppressed and being no. quiet or, you know, not feeling our body. What We don't know what 100% feels like. Or, or having uh, parents or family or being in an environment where expressing our emotions isn't supported. So we don't know what good or even great or amazing can feel like. And because we don't feel that on a regular basis, we assume that that's normal, and it's not. And we're here to help open up those doors via the craniosacral system yep. <laughs> to allow you to 
experience and feel and express that because you deserve that. Beautiful, Kyle. (laughs) So, yeah, went a little deep on the cranial sacral work, but it's very, very beautiful work, and we really are blessed and thankful to be able to um, provide that service here. And um, thank you for listening. Absolutely. And stay tuned to one of our future podcasts where Dr. Phil and I will dive even deeper and talk more about somato-emotional release, which is the next step. Oh, oh man. <laughs> We're going to go I'll there. Share a story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Story sharing. Uh, so thank you again for joining us here at IWG Radio. Um, we look forward to having you back and we'll see you again.